0: Dear lovers, friends, and listeners of the Sex Magic Podcast, welcome back. Tosca here. Today, it's just us, and I'm so excited to share with you my solo episode, Erotic Archetypes. Every witch follows their own unique path of magic, whether it be through tarot, astrology, crystals, plants, and we can play with all these tools to help guide us on our path, connecting us deeper in our relationship to ourselves and to divine energy. Today, I am sharing with you one of the sacred paths of magic I work with, within the realm of mythology, the archetypes, specifically the erotic archetypes. Mythology was the first door to open and lead me to the world of spirituality. When I was seven or eight, I was teased a lot in school. I'd beg my mom, a professional storyteller, (laughs) to let me stay home from school. And thankfully, she let me sometimes. But I'd have to tag along with her to work, which was at various bookstores. (laughs) And actually, now that I think about it, I was pretty much raised in bookstores. (laughs) I would spend hours and hours reading fairy tales, myths, and specifically this one book about goddesses. I felt so deeply connected to these stories. Mythology helped me transcend the pain and trauma of my childhood and allowed me to connect to characters that I wanted to embody, to become. The power of story lies in the telling of it, the listening, the feeling of connection to the human experience, the feeling of someone else has experienced what I have gone through. Stories make us feel seen, less alone, make us feel emotions that we've never felt, never knew we could feel. Storytelling has been present throughout all of human history. In every religion, culture, tradition, mythology persists. I believe that we are living mythology. And we can connect to this magic through the archetypes let's get into the concept of archetypes. Carl Jung was a brilliant psychologist, pioneer of modern depth psychology, and founded the field of analytical psychology. Now, he introduced the world of psychology to the concept of archetypes. Jungian archetypes are defined as universal archaic symbols and images that derive from the collective unconscious. They are the psychic counterpart of instinct. I view the concept of archetypes kind of like the characters we play in the stories of our lives. If you think about your family, your friends, the people in your community, each person kind of plays a specific role. Some folks embody the hero. The dreamer or the outlaw, but these are personas, how we express ourselves to the world, our character traits and behavioral patterns, how we want the world to see us. Now, beneath the persona is the shadow, which we have talked a lot about on this podcast. <laughs> My personal belief is that we can embody any archetype we'd like and as many as we'd like to throughout our lives. We are multidimensional beings and we play various roles throughout our being. So this brings us to the magic of erotic archetypes. Mm, my favorite. <laughs> Bring the psyche into the divine erotic Here, we are integrating mind, body, spirit, our sexuality with our spirituality, with our psychology, with the archetypes of the collective unconscious. As lovers and erotic beings, we again express ourselves through archetypes. Ask yourself, what kind of character do I tend to play in relationships, in love, in lust? You may look to movies, stories, and mythologies, for example, but also I will be sharing with you the erotic archetypes that I have found within both mythology, witchcraft, and eroticism. But first, (laughs) I want to get a little personal about my own journey with sexuality and exploring my identity through the erotic archetypes. Now. After years of sexual abuse throughout my teenage years, I discovered BDSM. I was about 20 years old. (laughs) Within my exploration of kink and through the support of the BDSM community, I found healing and catharsis. I felt like I was reclaiming my sexuality as my own. My first dom encouraged me to choose a scene name which was common in the BDSM community so you could protect your identity because back in those days, it wasn't as cool or accepted to be out of the kink closet. (laughs) I chose the name Tosca, which is how y'all know me. (laughs) For the past seven years, I have been exploring the darker, more shadowy side of my sexuality through embodying the alternative identity Of Tosca. Tosca has become a character I play, an archetype I connect to. But this is just one part of me. I don't hide my true self or hide behind the identity of Tosca, though at first I did. (laughs) My real name is Leah Moth. I'm an actor, screenwriter, storyteller, a witch sensualist. I've been acting since I was very young and find acting to be one of the most spiritual experiences. It's the magic of transformation to empathize and feel and connect with the human spirit. You can live so many lives. If you find the power to connect with different characters and archetypes whether that's on screen, on stage, or within your own life. I weave together all the facets of myself, all the characters I play, like a spider spinning its web. And that is magic. I am constantly exploring the depths of my mind, expanding the awareness of myself. I invite you to explore archetypes to connect deeper to yourself and to spirit too. Now, as I share with you the various erotic archetypes, I gently remind you that we may each find erotic empowerment through different paths, different archetypes, and it does not mean one is better than the other. These archetypes are universal and energetic You may connect with them however you'd like, but I will share with you these characteristics, themes, expressions of each erotic archetype and different ways to connect to them along with the goddess that I feel embodies this archetype. Though, Of course, I'm sure you could think of so many more and I would love to hear from you if you have any ideas or inspired by any of these archetypes. So let's dive in. The first erotic archetypes are found within many cultures and traditions of witchcraft and earth based paganism. The triple moon, the triple goddess, the erotic archetypes of the maiden, the mother, and the crone. The maiden. The archetype connected to springtime, new beginnings, blossoming. She is the first rosebud that blooms as the sun begins to shine after winter. The maiden is embodied by the theme of innocence. But let's play around with our interpretation of the word innocent because sometimes the mind goes to the patriarchal concepts of innocence, such as virginity and the innocent energy in this erotic archetype is so beyond that. (laughs) The maiden is pure of spirit. She is inspired by hope. Her erotic expression is through playfulness. She finds pleasure in play She believes in the good in everyone. And there's a deep wisdom within that version of innocence. She is the inner child. If you've ever dabbled in BDSM, you can see the kink embodiments of this archetype in the baby girl, which I find to be so interesting. (laughs) She is embodied by my matron goddess, Persephone. And Persephone is the goddess of springtime, the queen of the underworld, I love her so deeply because she exists in both realms, living in that liminal space of both the maiden and the dark goddess. Ask yourself, where in mythology, stories, movies, TV shows, have you seen the expression of the maiden? I love to connect to this archetype through playful sex, which we have a whole episode about this season, and allowing my erotic to be expressed with curiosity and without shame. Some fun ways to explore the maiden would be playing dress up, bringing flowers into the bedroom, indulging in sweets. There are so many beautiful ways to explore this archetype. The mother. This erotic archetype is so empowering and so deeply healing. The mother is the nurturer. She correlates to the earth goddesses, such as Pachamama, such as Gaia. She is related to the season of the summer, as this is the time we are most energized and can balance a lot, like mothers do. She finds pleasure in giving. She nourishes, nurtures, is attentive to the needs and desires of her lover and of herself. She loves to give pleasure. Emotional depth is her superpower. She knows what you need before you do. The mother can balance a million things all at once. She makes love, she cooks, she tends to the heart. This archetype is deeply healing to connect to in rituals for self-care and self-love. And I invite you to allow the archetype of the mother to bring you the love you crave. The mother is holy, radiant, the embodiment of the divine feminine. Invoke the mother archetype through erotic nature connection get eco-sexual with it. (laughs) Feel the love of Mama Gaia as you gather her flowers, touch trees, or just lie in the grass. The crone. Is there anyone more badass than the crone? I don't know. (laughs) This archetype of the crone is part of the wild woman archetype. The crone is the elder. She is the wise woman. She has seen it all. She knows all. She is deep wisdom. The crone lives beyond the border of civilization and society and exists by her own rules. The archetype of the crone is seen in the Russian myth and folklore of Baba Yaga. The crone who lives alone in the woods in a house with chicken legs, which is a really funny story. You should definitely read about it. <laughs> As an erotic archetype, the crone finds pleasure in her own damn self. <laughs> she does not conform to the will of others. Oh no. She is fueled by instinct and primal desire. She's inspired by her own pleasure, free from judgment and shame. If you desire to delve deeper into this archetype, I highly recommend exploring the work of Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes. She wrote Women Who Run With Wolves. But if you go to Audible, you can actually find many of her lectures that are not available in book form, and she's just so wonderful to listen to, such as Theater of the Imagination. Here is an excerpt from her work. Dear Brave Souls, I warmly invite you to come be at the fireside with me and the dangerous old woman and the power of the crone. Who is the crone? She is the most dangerous, the most radical, the most revolutionary woman in existence. Whether in fairy tales or in consensual reality, the old one goes where she wants to, and she acts as she wishes. She lives as she chooses, and this is all how it should be, and no one could stop her, nor ought they try. Explore the erotic archetype of the crone through primal play and rituals that connect you to your wild nature. Eat with your hands. Please yourself in whatever way you want to, and listen to the wisdom of your own body. Now we move beyond the maiden mother crone and expand into the other archetypes. Y'all ready? (laughs) The priestess. This is the erotic embodiment of sex magic. She weaves together the sacred with the sexual. This is mind, body, spirit eroticism she's connected to the divine erotic. The archetype of the priestess can be seen in the goddess Freya. This goddess taught the art of Seder to the women of old Norse culture. And Seder is Norse shamanic rituals, sex magic being part of this tradition, though you have to dig for info on this within books and online. The priestess Elevates consciousness through sex and elevates sex through higher consciousness. She is mysterious and mystical. The priestess is otherworldly and all succumb to her erotic power. Cue some kinky erotic hypnosis here. (laughs) She views the body as an altar and works with energy in her erotic expression. The priestess finds pleasure in magic. Connect to this erotic archetype by elevating your sex with ritual. Maybe bring tarot or spell candles or divination into your space. But our whole podcast really is connected to this archetype as the priestess is the archetypical embodiment of the connection between sexuality and spirituality. So a lot of the episodes on our podcast will help you connect to this archetype. Dig in. The seductress. Ooh, we love the seductress. (laughs) This erotic archetype is the femme fatale. The seductress is seen in a full range of characters in our culture, from the actresses of film noir to the tales of the siren in Greek mythology. She is devious, slow and calculating like a jaguar, quick to pounce. She loves to seduce and devour her prey. She's the cat with a mouse. She destroys for pleasure. I would say that the dominatrix in BDSM could be under the umbrella of this archetype. The seductress finds pleasure in power. The goddess Circe is a prime example of the seductress. She's the witch of Aea who would let sailors feast in her halls, drink her wine and then turn them into pigs bad ass <laughs> connect to the seductress archetype by exploring your shadows your dark and devious desires journal about them write some kinky literotica maybe role play with a partner and let this character come to life the warrior We've all felt the energy of the warrior. She is the protector. This archetype is connected to the goddess Kalima. Kali embodies the erotic energy of the warrior. Passionate, alive, strong, powerful. I invite you to learn her story and even just gaze upon how she's illustrated carrying a bloody sword valiant from her battle. Her necklace is adorned with the heads of the demons she has decapitated, and her tongue is outstretched. This archetype finds pleasure in passion. She is wild, emotional, ecstatic. To connect to the archetype of the warrior, ask yourself, what are you passionate about? How do you seek justice? What parts of you are orgasmic and wild? The great destroyer understands the cycles of life, death, transformation, perseverance, and transcendence. A beautiful ritual for the warrior is through ecstatic dance. Do some research on what ecstatic dance is and just let your body move with the currents of passion. Also, swords. Swords are fun. (laughs) The queen. This erotic archetype is fueled by independence. She is sovereign in her sensuality expressing her eroticism through grace and power. She knows her worth and claims what is rightfully hers. She embodies empowerment and leadership. The goddess Isis is a beautiful example of this archetype as she is queen of the universe and the embodiment of cosmic order. Isis's headdress is actually the symbol of the throne. To connect to this erotic archetype, ask yourself, how do I claim my throne? What does sexual sovereignty mean to me? You are the creatrix of your own world. So how do you rule? This archetype finds pleasure in independence, justice, and freedom. Explore your inner queen by treating yourself as such. What rituals and practices embody this archetype for you? The sacred prostitute. Last season, my solo episode was focused on this archetype, sex magic for sex workers. The sacred prostitute is so beautiful to connect to. As she is the divine lover. In ancient times, the temple priestess offered her body for goddess worship, allowing those who wanted to pray to the goddess to connect to female divinity through her. This archetype is holy. Mary Magdalene is the goddess we work with to connect to the sacred prostitute. If you'd like to dive deeper, read This amazing book, The Magdalene Manuscript. Through love, through sex, through compassion, we ascend this realm and connect to spirit. She bridges the spiritual world and the physical world through her body, through love. She is the healer, she is endless compassion and acceptance. She is the place you go when you need to express your sexuality free of shame or judgment. She is a teacher of love, of devotion, of understanding, of empathy. This archetype finds pleasure in devotion. If you seek to connect to the sacred prostitute, I encourage you to do this little ritual practice self-pleasure, and envision yourself making love to the divine. The hunter. The motto is, seek and ye shall find. The hunter archetype is a free spirit, guided by instinct, inspired by primal desire. The hunter goes after what they want with clarity, precision, purpose. The goddess Artemis is an embodiment of this archetype. She is the goddess of the hunt, the moon, the wilderness. The energy of this erotic archetype is fierce, independent, primitive, intuitive. There is a tenderness in her hunt, a compassion in her kill. The hunter is expressed erotically with animalistic hunger. Their pleasure is in primal instinct. Connect to this archetype by pursuing your own pleasure with that primal hunger. So my dear friends, thank you for joining me on this quick journey through the erotic archetypes. Now, these are just a few erotic archetypes, and I think that there are so many more to explore and discover and investigate. I am going to be launching an erotic archetype selfie challenge on our Instagram over at the Sex Magic Podcast Instagram. I invite you to take part, allow yourself to play and explore all the many facets of yourself. I also have a lot of personal offerings that I'm going to be sharing moving forward. And I invite you to follow me over at my personal pages, both of them, because I'm a Gemini and I have multiple identities. (laughs) That is Leah Moth, L-E-A-H-M-O-T-H, and Tosca Gemini. I am so grateful that you've tuned in and I hope that you feel awakened, inspired, and enlightened by these erotic archetypes. Until next time, my beautiful friends. Hey there, Tosca here. So I wanted to take a quick moment to share with you all about how you can support the Sex Magic Podcast. If you haven't already, you should follow us on Instagram. We also have a Facebook page. Pretty much everything is under Sex Magic Podcast. You can also find us at sexmagicpodcast.com and we have all of our links there. But most importantly, we recently launched our Patreon and it's really important to support us because our collective of co-hosts offers a diverse perspective on sex and magic. Though we each come from various backgrounds and cultures, our unifying passion is to empower and explore sexuality, spirit, and the occult in a safe and approachable environment. Each week, we offer a new episode on a fresh subject in the realm of spirituality and sexuality. We interview a variety of guests from authors to psychologists to witches and beyond. We strive to share content that is educational, inspirational, and mystical. So join us on our journey through sex magic by supporting the work we do. Every dollar goes towards propelling us forward and will allow us to continue creating podcasts. By supporting our podcast, you'll join our community and be part of the conversation. Our Patreon patrons will gain access to various resources, rituals, recipes, and behind-the-scenes access. With more funding for our sex magic podcast, Coven can dedicate more time to crafting sacred offerings to our supporters. Sex magic courses, videos, spell books. And we really would love for you to be part of our sexy little coven.